A few years ago when I used to buy my groceries, I put in a few snacks for the weekend. The usual stuff, some chips and some biscuits to reward myself after a hard week at work. Now, here was the problem. They would usually never last till the weekend when I was supposed to have them. Because I've been working from home before it became a pandemic induced thing, I would often be at my desk knowing that there were bags of delicious salty spicy potato chips waiting for me in my pantry, tempting me, luring like some calorie-filled devil. It would halt any work I was doing. I would finally give in, open a bag or two, wolf it down and feel great. Well, feel great for 10 minutes and then proceed to feel terrible for giving in. Cravings are only human. Every one of us has probably gone through what I just narrated. I thought it was my fault and that I had weak willpower. After all, I give in to the temptation to buy new gadgets all the time. But a revelation was when I found out that cravings might not be related to willpower at all. Let's talk about that today, shall we? Welcome to One Rep at a Time, a podcast from CultFit that encourages you to become a healthier, better and happier version of yourself by building small sustainable habits. Let's welcome your host Deepak Gopalakrishnan or Chuck. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of One Rep at a Time. It's the second week of this podcast series from CultFit. In the first week we looked at various aspects of healthy weight loss and this week we're going to look at good nutrition and balanced meals. This is a super important topic because as any fitness coach will tell you is really what you eat that affects weight loss more than the hours you put in the gym. And all your intense workouts and meticulously planned meals and calorie counting will all mean nothing once you give in to a craving for a pizza or a nice slice of gooey chocolate cake. Oh why oh why can't we crave oats or cucumber instead? Well, if it makes you feel any better, it might not be you that's a problem but your hormones. Yep, the root cause of most cravings could just be linked to those fluids slushing around your body and brain. Let me give you a few examples. High carb or sugary foods, which is well most cravings, gives you a hit of dopamine, the feel good hormone or the reward hormone. This is possibly because our hunter-gatherer ancestors needed high-calorie foods that were hard to come by, and evolution rewarded them when they found things like fruit. Societies and food economics have evolved. Unfortunately, our brains' reward mechanisms haven't. Second, you might just be stressed. When you are stressed, your cortisol levels go up, which increase your glucose levels. Now it must be mentioned that cortisol is your stress hormone and needed for survival. This is an evolutionary quirk too. Your body is preparing to fight or flight. If the stress happens for an extended period of time like preparing for an exam or making a presentation for a next day pitch or a penalty shootout, your glucose level will continue to be high, which makes you crave, you guessed it, high calorie foods. then there could just be underlying conditions for example if you have diabetes or pcos you will have insulin resistance this prevents the hormone leptin from doing its job properly which is to tell the brain that you are full and need no more food these are just a few examples of how hormonal issues could lead to cravings So, what can we do? How can we keep these cravings at bay? Well, a few things. For one, identify the craving. 
For example, if you are dreaming of salty chips, it might just mean that your body is craving salt, which means that it could be dehydrated. So try some salted lemon juice and see if that works. Remember, sometimes it's okay to give in to your cravings. We can't all be denied our favorite foods all the time. Just be mindful when you do give yourself a cheat meal. Is it planned? Did you deserve it? Are the calories accounted for? And so on. A nice framework to keep in mind the next time you're having a craving is HALT or H-A-L-T. That's hungry, angry, lonely and tired. It helps identify what the root cause of your craving is and might present an alternative rather than just loading up on junk. If you're simply hungry, then any healthy food should work. If you're angry... Try other methods of stress relief like journaling, going on a walk or hey, even having a face-to-face conversation. If you're lonely, the L, well, you know what to do. Just don't do it over junk food. And finally, T, if you're tired, consume water, work out, have a nap and see if that helps. In my case, it turned out I was simply hungry. So I just swapped out the chips for some nice fruit or makhana. Now, if only I could figure out a framework for my gadget cravings too. More details about the HALT framework in the link in this show's description. Alright, it's time for Cool Down. This is a section of the podcast where I give you one fun fact about the world of fitness and weight loss. And today, I introduce a new word to you. Hyperpalatable. You probably know what palatable means. So, hyperpalatable means taking that all the way to 11 Food that's high in salt, sugar, fat, all meant to light up the brain's reward center. That's a lot of dopamine slushing around in your head there. All this was useful when these ingredients were in short supply during our hunter-gatherer days. But not right now when you can have oodles of calories delivered to your doorstep with nothing more than a few taps on your part. Snack food companies are known to hire scientists to maximize the amount of hyperpalatability, taking advantage of how these different components affect your brain and body. Let's take the potato chip. And yes, sorry, I'm going to ruin the potato chip for you. The fat coating has no taste by itself, but the feeling and the texture of it instantly rewards the brain, saying that that's a lot of calories. Good job, primitive body. That is still probably foraging in a jungle. And then there's a sugar, not in the form of refined sweet sugar itself, but starch, which gets readily absorbed, causing glucose to spike, leaving you craving for more. Then the hit of the salt and the masala as well Ah, is the perfect addictive food in many, many ways. Chocolates, fast food, ice cream, soft drinks are all examples of hyperpalatable foods in different ways. For example, the fizz in soft drinks just adds to the hyperpalatability. And they are all refined to light up your brain's reward system. Huh, maybe someday evolution will catch up. And that's it for the sixth episode of this podcast. Remember, if you'd like to say hi, my details are in the notes of this episode and I'll see you here tomorrow. Remember, just like your exercise routine, take life one rep at a time. See you tomorrow. You've been listening to One Rep at a Time by Cult Fit. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for sustainable weight loss coaching, check out the Cult Transform program on the Cult Fit app or website. See you on the next episode.